The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Too often we rely solely or primarily on conventional medicine to treat symptoms and disease. But these can mask the problems, so we never get to the root cause of the disease. There are better choices. Welcome to Generation Regeneration with your host, Sandra Guy Malhotra. Conventional medicine does play an important role in effective treatment, but even more important are the daily lifestyle, food, and spiritual choices we make. Now, here is Sandra Guy Malhotra. Everyone to Generation Regeneration. I'm Sandra Malhotra, your host. Thank you for joining me, whether it be live or on demand. We appreciate all of our listeners. And our goal with the show is to provide information and support for those who want to take ownership of their health and engage in a lifestyle that regenerates their body, mind, and spirit. And today we have returning guest Bhava Ram. Bhava is an author renowned yoga and spiritual teacher, and was a guest on the Gen R show on January 26th of this year. At that time, we focused on his incredible healing journey as chronicled in his memoir, Warrior Pose, How Yoga Literally Saved My Life. If you missed that inspiring show, you can catch it in all of our other archived episodes at gr.voiceamerica.com. And at the end of the January show with Bava, we just touched upon his new nonprofit, Warriors for Healing, and today we're going to focus on the important work he is doing with Warriors for Healing exclusively. Welcome back, Baba. It's such a pleasure and an honor to have you here again. Hello, Sandra. It's good to be with you. Now, let's get started by reminding our listeners about the mission for your nonprofit, Warriors for Healing. Can you elaborate on who it aspires to help and how? I'd love to, Sandra. First, the first time we were together back in January and we spoke about my book, Warrior Pose, How Yoga Literally Saved My Life, I was a war correspondent, as you know, and I was on the front lines of major conflicts in Afghanistan and Iraq and Africa and beyond. And I was around the members of our military quite a bit, being on the front lines with them. I crashed and burned with a broken back and a failed surgery and stage four cancer from the Persian Gulf War from toxins I was exposed to there. And I became a poster boy for PTSD. I couldn't sit up to eat a meal. I walked with a cane. I lived in a body brace. I went from a global life to a very confined life. I was pickled on pharmaceutical medications and alcohol. And I was really a master of self-pity and anger and fear and very hypersensitive and hypervigilant and almost on my deathbed I found my way out through this mind-body medicine that we call yoga and I feel a lot of compassion for the half a million American veterans who are facing PTSD and I feel equal or even more compassion for their spouses, for their children, for their loved ones and extended families and their communities. This is a national crisis. And I know from having healed myself through these deeper scientific principles of yoga 
And I know from more than a decade now of working with people in the military and all walks of life who are facing major psychological and physiological challenges that yoga works. And that's why I, I founded Warriors for Healing, to bring this science to our veterans and to other major life-traumatized populations in America, and also to spread the message to a more mainstream audience about the benefits of this transformative science. That's wonderful. Yes, I certainly I think a lot of people feel compassion for those who have given so much for this country and are now suffering. So it's great that you have this initiative. Now, for those who want to learn more, how can they check out what Warriors for Healing is up to and even get involved? Warriorsforhealing.org. What we are doing is we have a major event. We've been having a lot of regional events, but our, our premier major event is at the end of June, June 28th. I live in Coronado Island uh, near San Diego, and we have an international resort hotel, very historic here, the Hotel Del Coronado. The Yoga Journal Live, which does national conferences, is bringing their annual conference there this year. And the centerpiece will be an experiential gathering of probably about a thousand people on the main lawn overlooking the ocean for Warriors for Healing. And we have yogis and health practitioners and veterans from across the country who are coming to join us in this to raise this awareness. And many of them have created teams on our event website that you can find on warriorsforhealing.org. And they reach out to family and friends for small donations, what you might spend on you know, Starbucks coffee in a week. And that helps spread word as well about what we're doing and about the science of it and how efficient and effective it can be. And this event will be live streamed throughout the country on the Warriors for Healing website and on the Yoga Journal website. So anyone can participate no matter where they are. And then after that, we have plans to deepen our training programs, our delivery systems to these therapeutic modalities for veterans and women who have faced uh, sexual abuse or domestic uh, violence, first responders, and other major traumatized populations. Yes. So how do you plan to actually reach out to these populations? Are you going to be offering free classes, providing literature? How are you going to allow them to learn about the science of yoga and mindfulness? Well, my experience is that more often than not, if you offer a free class at a yoga studio, you get very little attendance. It's sort of an alien place for a mainstream person who's facing some some deep mental and physical challenges and who comes from a background that might not relate to going to a yoga studio. If you just disseminate literature, it's likely to sit on a shelf. It's not likely that a majority of the people who get that literature will read it. What we are developing right now with Dr. Emmett Miller, one of the founders of Mind Body Medicine, and we have Dr. Deepak Chopra on our board, what we're developing with some tremendous colleagues is an online deliverable system of audios and videos and PDFs of information in a highly structured and focused way where anyone who is accessing these healing services can have, say, a 15-minute morning practice that's guided by video and gives them positive affirmations and relaxing meditations, yoga postures, and breath work. 
And we asked them to make a commitment to stay with level one for three months. And then they moved to level two. And they learn more and go deeper. And then in level three, they finally become eligible for regional trainings that we'll be doing across the country. And they'll be asked to share it forward with other groups. Because we don't just need to give people who are suffering something free. Like we're coddling a victim, as important as it can be. We need to give them a pathway towards a new and more authentic identity and towards self-empowerment. So if a veteran who wants to do this work starts to do these videos on his or her own with their spouse or some friends and loved ones and it really catches on, they have the possibility to then share that with others. And that's a new mission in life, a healing mission. You become a warrior for healing. And ultimately, they they have the possibility and the potential of attending some of these trainings and paying it forward in an even larger way. I love that. That sounds wonderful. I really like how you're using technology in a way to make all of this much more accessible to the veterans. And I can absolutely agree with you that going to a yoga studio can be an intimidating proposition. I know that we moved to a new place a couple of years ago and I had to find a new yoga studio. And I have been practicing yoga for many years, but nonetheless going to a new yoga studio was a little bit intimidating for me. And I'm someone who has been doing this for a very long time. So I really like that you're taking a slightly different approach here. Well, thank you. And there are logistics involved here, too. We have half a million veterans. I'm I'm sure they're not all going to come to Warriors for Healing. But we have half a million people out there who live across the country. And the nearest yoga studio to many people might be 20, 30, 40, 50 miles away. Exactly. That's right. So is this more of a daily practice that you're giving them, a way to just incorporate things into their daily routine to help them through this? The absolute key to personal healing and vibrancy and owning our power and living our truth is daily practice. It's, it's a must. Just like you don't brush your teeth once a week to have good oral hygiene. You don't bathe once a month uh, to have good physical body hygiene. It's something <laughs> right. that you do every day. Yes. And maintaining the struggle or the challenge of depression and anxiety and anger and fear and imbalance and finding our power again takes more than just once a week. But it doesn't have to be a major practice that consumes all your time. It's more powerful to do a 5 or a 10 or a 15 minute practice every day than it is to once a week do a 3 hour practice. And that's what we want because we want a small victory rather than a major defeat. And a small victory is the first step to empowerment. And then we grow on that with larger and larger victories along the way. And somewhere in that process, as I experienced myself, Sandra, miracles start to happen. That's great. Yeah, it sounds like you have a wonderful program here. And what a team. Uh, yourself, Deepak Chopra, Emmett Miller. Uh, that sounds wonderful. So thank you for this introduction to Warriors for Healing. Let's get ready for our break. This is your host for Generation Regeneration, Sandra Malhotra, and I'm talking to author, yoga teacher, and nonprofit Warriors for Healing founder, Bhava Ram, and he just introduced the mission 
and goals for Warrior for Healing and how you can get involved if you're passionate about this issue. Go to warriorsforhealing.org to begin learning more. And we're going to get technical in the next segment. We'll discuss what PTSD is and how yoga and mindfulness can help those suffering with this condition. Thanks again for joining us and stay tuned to learn more with our very special guest. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. A new health and wellness community is coming in 2015 called HoldTreatment.com. As a practitioner, you can increase your visibility by creating a detailed profile, posting blogs, advertising online and live events, and accepting online appointments. As a client, you can learn about holistic healing modalities, research practitioners to find the best one for you, and conveniently book online appointments, all for free. We aspire to change the way healthcare is practiced, and together, we can do it. Visit whole-treatment.com to find out more. GMOs, or genetically modified organisms, are plants or animals that have been genetically engineered with DNA from bacteria, viruses, or other plants and animals. These experimental combinations of genes from different species cannot occur in nature or in traditional crossbreeding. Most developed nations do not consider GMOs to be safe. Right now, over 80% of the corn and soy grown in the U.S. is genetically modified, and we should be able to choose whether we wish to consume these foods or not. Visit non-gmoproject.org forward slash learn dash more. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. This is Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. To connect with Sandra, send an email to Sandra Malhotra at wcubedcommunity.com or tweet at Sandra G. Malhotra, hashtag WeAreGenR. She looks forward to your comments. Now back to Generation Regeneration. And welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Sandra Malhotra, and my guest today is author, renowned yoga teacher, and Warriors for Healing founder, Bhava Ram. In the previous segment, we discussed the mission and goals for Warriors for Healing, which are fantastic. There is an all-star team put together to reach warriors in their homes using technology, which sounds great. Now, Baba, it's wonderful that you want to help traumatized veterans who have put so much on the line for the rest of us. And PTSD is certainly a serious condition, and those suffering with it deserve our help and compassion. But I think there are some misconceptions about what PTSD is. Can you explain it a little more? And does it occur because of battlefield violence, or is there a broader issue? There is a much broader issue. But certainly, the battlefield violence plays a role. I think most people, when they think of PTSD, think that, 
a veteran when they were active duty witnessed something horrible uh, on the front lines of the battlefield. And surely, of course, that does happen and it can be traumatizing. But only about 10% of those in our military are ever right on the front lines. There's a whole chain of command and control behind them. And they are not on the front lines, yet many of those people also end up with PTSD. Of the more than 20 suicides that are occurring in America today mm. by veterans, more than half of them never saw the front lines of battle. So the trauma is deeper. And what it has to do is with identity. When we form a military force, and this has happened throughout history, it's not, not exclusive to America. When a military force is formed for a country, especially as large as our country, we have people from the East and the West and the North and the South. We have Republicans and Democrats, people from different religious traditions. They have their own social mores and their own vernacular. All of that has to be deconstructed so that you can have an effective fighting force that's not fighting within itself. This is a natural and important thing. This is it's not a criticism. But the military deconstructs the civilian identity. This is called basic training or boot camp. Heads are shaved, uniforms are put on, there's a new vernacular of acronyms that are used and you all learn to support one another and have one another's backs. And when you go into battle and into war and you become so close to so many people, this is your tribe. This is your new identity. And I can report as a journalist who's been in many crises in, in the world, refugee crises, famines, and wars, that these give you peak moments. You are really alive. It is thrilling. Sandra. Mm. And when, when a veteran is injured or has psychological and physiological challenges and they are let go and they become a veteran from active duty military, they've lost their identity. And this is excruciating. They don't belong to the tribe anymore. And given what they're facing in body and mind, they don't often feel like there's any way out, especially that many in the medical field treating these veterans say PTSD is a permanent condition and you never will get better. And the best thing that you can do is to medicate, mm. which leads to widespread addiction. And we know medications have even caused a great deal of the suicides, leads to alcoholism and depression and a whole host of things that are already likely to be there because of the lost identity. This is the most important factor. And what, what we teach in the science of yoga is that you have a deeper identity that's never been destroyed. And you can anchor into that slowly over time with the daily practice that we spoke about in the first segment of our interview, of our, our talk together today. And you can establish that and you can create a new mission in your life. And through that, you will have a new identity. And this is absolutely essential to the healing journey, whether you happen to have come from the military or are a first responder or are someone who has experienced violent assault. That destroys your human identity, and that has to be rebuilt. So I believe that that is a central principle in treating this illness. Got it. Loss of identity. 
Okay. And you did mention in the first segment that you were there. You felt you lost your identity when you lost your career as a war correspondent, which was so successful. So can you explain to us, how did it feel, uh, that loss? Was it hopelessness, depression? How would you describe it? Those and a dozen more. Anxiety, fear, emasculation, darkness, um, depression, as you mentioned. And the feeling was that you have no way forward. First, as a global journalist for network news, I, I really identified with this. This was my whole life. For 25 years, I was in this business, and I breathed it, and I ate it, and I drank it, and it validated who I wanted to be, and it was who I felt that I was. When that was taken away, I wasn't anyone any longer. And like many veterans, when I came back to the United States from being abroad when I was injured, I couldn't reintegrate here. I did not have a what we would call a civilian personality. The things that people spoke about and what was important to them I had no reference point for that. It was like I was from a different planet. I felt alien. And at the same time, given the physical and the emotional pain, I felt that I would never reestablish anything, that I would never be anyone. And that is one of the most frightening things in the world. And the fear becomes so profound that you often turn to anger and self-pity and medications and alcohol, anything to escape the fact that you have been broken into. It's one of the worst things that a human being can ever experience. Mm. And especially if you're told that that's the way it's going to be for the rest of your life. Imagine that. I've had several veterans tell me that I've worked with, that I have seen create tremendous healing in their lives, tremendous Vietnam veterans, Iraq and Afghanistan veterans. And they said, when I went to the VA, they told me, you're going to have this for the rest of your life. And that shocked me when I first heard it. And then I would hear it again and again and again. And I don't believe that's the case. I don't think you have it. I think, you know, I mean, you have PTSD, but I don't believe it has you. And I have seen over and over that there is a pathway out. If someone is willing to do the work, If someone can surrender their resistance and maybe even find a power symbol to keep them going. For me, it was my two-year-old boy. I wanted to live for him. And he was my power symbol every time I felt weak. And anyone can find what inspires them. It might even be the memory of a loved one or a relative or an ancestor. And think that I'm doing this for something larger than me. Maybe I'm doing this for those other people that I that I served with, who I know are suffering too. And so that when we start to work for a larger cause, we have the stamina to stay with it. That's an excellent point. Now, you've referred to something called self-directed biological transformation, which is the way out for this, and that's a very empowering message. Can you explain a bit more what self-directed biological transformation is and how it is consistent with the tenets of yoga? I would love to. Um, Most people think of yoga, as you know, as going to a yoga studio and wearing a certain type of yoga clothes and having a certain level of leanness in your body and flexibility and so forth. 
that's just one element, the yoga postures, of the science of yoga. <clears throat> it's a, a science of how to be a human being. And it involves mindful eating, mindful thinking, mindful lifestyle, <clears throat> mindful breathing, mindful postures, body movement, affirmations and meditations and guided visualizations and deep relaxations, cultivating positive emotions to replace negative emotions. All of these modern cutting-edge sciences now proving together have an incredible healing synergy. We know if you say every day, I feel gratitude or I feel compassion or empathy or forgiveness or humility to yourself over and over, you start to change your inner chemistry. When we're stressed, we're filled with adrenaline and cortisol, the neuropeptides associated with the fight or flight response, which diminishes our immune system, makes us hyper vigilant and hyper reactive diminishes our capacity to metabolize whatever diet we happen to be eating and to integrate those nutrients, we're in fight or flight. And we can get very mad in that, that state. If you just say, I'm gratitude, I'm compassion, I'm forgiveness, in a very short time, you'll start to have oxytocin and anandamide and epinephrine and dopamine, the neurochemicals of rest and digest and restore. So you're actually, through your mind, changing your inner chemistry, your inner alchemy. And when we have a pure diet and we have more time in nature and less time being overstimulated, these also change our biology. They now know through the science of epigenetics, which is part of self-directed biological transformation, that through these practices, you can change your biology in body and mind, down to the level of genomes in your DNA. This is self-directed biological transformation, and it's the modern scientific term for yoga science, because all of these practices have been cultivated for thousands of years through the deeper science of yoga that most Americans aren't familiar with. When I was first mentioned for me to do yoga. I was a cynical, jaded, type A foreign correspondent, and I just scoffed at it. Uh, I actually felt angry about it. And only years later, when I was almost dying, that I surrender and started it, and then I discovered this realm that was there that I, I never associated with being yoga. So that's a big part of our mission, is to let a more mainstream world understand that this is science. This is time-tested and proven, and yet it is cutting-edge science that has been proven again and again now in the Western paradigm of double-blind studies. On our warriorsforhealing.org website, we have a whole section of the science with articles and studies from major academics and doctors and so forth that, that prove that this science works, that it is incredibly effective, and it doesn't have the deleterious side effects of medications and other modalities that are traditionally being used to treat these problems. It's wonderfully put. Yes, I uh, definitely agree that yoga is a very deep and well-established science. And one of the beautiful things I find about it are the spiritual aspects. When you really 
get into the mindfulness and the meditation, like you said, you do realize that your identity extends much beyond the body that you currently have, the job that you may have, your friends, your position. It's much more than that. And you're a much more powerful spirit than that and also interconnected with everything else around you. So you are not the person, the name that you are in your position alone, disconnected from everything. Uh, actually, you're quite powerful spiritually and interconnected. And yoga is just a wonderful way of getting those points across in addition to all the, uh, all the other facets that you mentioned uh, that deal with your body and mind and emotions and spirit. That is so true. You know, there really isn't a dissonance between science and spirituality. It's even being proven in scientific laboratories that, and in, in group settings and in studies that my inner chemistry affects your inner chemistry. And through you, I'll affect the inner chemistry of the people that you are around. It has a ripple effect, and it just keeps going out and out. If I'm a positive, truly, authentically calm person, I'll create more of those neurochemicals that I mentioned earlier, oxytocin and anandamide, that are associated with rest and restore and digest. I'll create more of them in you just through our relationship. And that will spread out to the people you know. If I'm negative around you and I'm complaining about everything and I'm angry, I'll actually start to diminish, to destroy some of your brain cells. I like to say I'll be eating your brain. And <laughs> you will go out and be influenced by that. Yes. Right? You will go out and without even knowing it or intending, you'll nibble at someone else's brain. And that will, will spread out in a ripple effect. So some people think this idea that we are all one seems a little airy-fairy or new-agey, and I think in my alpha male days that would have been my opinion, but we are. We are all this body of humankind, and we are interrelated in ways that we never dreamed of. It's just amazing. That's why we call this a universe and not a multiverse. It's a universe, a single song, a single verse. And this interconnection is important to understand. And quantum physics and modern science is really getting its head around it now and understanding that these ancient yogis who lived thousands of years ago and knew before Copernicus and Galileo that the earth was around and, and orbited around the sun and they knew the distance of all the planets to the earth when they didn't have any calculators or telescopes, that they were amazing geniuses yes. and they were really aware that yoga is a science of how to be a human being and transform your life beautifully put beautiful okay and on that note we're going to go to our next short break this is your host for generation regeneration sandra malhotra and i'm talking to author yoga teacher and nonprofit warriors for healing founder bhava ram Stay close and we'll see you on the other side with some deep questions for Bhava about the spiritual connection we were just talking about. See you soon. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
GMOs or genetically modified organisms are plants or animals that have been genetically engineered with DNA from bacteria, viruses, or other plants and animals. These experimental combinations of genes from different species cannot occur in nature or in traditional crossbreeding. Most developed nations do not consider GMOs to be safe. Right now, over 80% of the corn and soy grown in the U.S. is genetically modified, and we should be able to choose whether we wish to consume these foods or not. Visit non-gmoproject.org forward slash learn dash more. A new health and wellness community is coming in 2015 called holdtreatment.com. As a practitioner, you can increase your visibility by creating a detailed profile, posting blogs, advertising online and live events, and accepting online appointments. As a client, you can learn about holistic healing modalities, research practitioners to find the best one for you, and conveniently book online appointments, all for free. We aspire to change the way healthcare is practiced, and together, we can do it. Visit whole-treatment.com to find out more. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Helping you make informed decisions for your life. This is Voice America Health and Wellness. This is Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. To connect with Sandra, send an email to Sandra Malhotra at wcubedcommunity.com or tweet at Sandra G. Malhotra, hashtag WeAreGenR. She looks forward to your comments. Now back to Generation Regeneration. Welcome back. I'm your host, Sandra Malhotra, and my guest today is author, renowned yoga teacher, and Warriors for Healing founder, Bhava Ram. In the previous segments, we discussed what PTSD is and how yoga and mindfulness can help and how Warriors for Healing aspires to reach out to veterans using technology by giving them access to these healing modalities, basically an easy way for them to incorporate a daily practice that over time can change their mind, body, and spirit. Now, Bhava, you said that how many veterans today are likely suffering with this? It was half a million? The government estimates are approximately a half million. Wow. And what, what other situations can give rise to PTSD just in general society? How prevalent is this for us? Well, you know, this is considered to be a clinical diagnosis, and not everyone you know, suffering from what really is just a, an over-elevated level and an acute level of the stress that we all feel in our daily lives in this fast-paced, overstimulated society in which we live. First responders, um, such as those who responded to the 9-11 tragedy in our country, or that are responding to major forest fires and lose someone that they're they're with, but also maybe lose their own health and no longer have that identity in those peak moments. Nurses, who are on the, I call our medical first responders, who are on the 
front lines of very, very stressful situations in our hospitals. And women who have suffered rape, sexual assault, domestic violence. And there are many other populations that haven't gone in and had a clinical diagnosis, but we've had so much trouble this year, especially seeing what's been happening in inner city African-American communities and the violence that, that they have faced with law enforcement and with each other. And it's my firm belief that many of these young uh, African-American men have PTSD. Their identity was deconstructed several centuries ago through their ancestors by the slave trade. And even today, they, they live in situations where they've never really had the equal opportunity that people who are not African-American have. And when you lack that identity and you think you're stuck in the ghetto and there's no way out and everything around you is toxic and dysfunctional, that causes a breakdown as well. And that, to me, is a form of PTSD. We all feel stress, all of us, and it fluctuates every day in, in what we feel in our lives. It, I call it the number one illness that we have in the country because it contributes to heart disease and cancer and autoimmune disorders and strokes and poor choices that can lead us to alcoholism and drug addiction, violence and a host of other things. Imagine that times 10 or that times 100 and you always being in that circumstance. That's just a high level of acute stress and that's what PTSD is. So in a way we all should have an insight into it because of the stress that we feel in our lives. Yes, so this is clearly affecting probably millions of people to one degree or another. Now, stepping back from PTSD, which is a very serious condition, the lack of understanding of our true, eternal, untouchable, spiritual selves, our true identity, gives rise to other emotional problems and destructive destructive behaviors as well that don't serve our best interest or highest good. For example, ego-driven behaviors like accumulation of and attachment to power and possessions and position and so forth. If you embrace the notion that you're really an untouchable spirit having a brief human experience, none of this stuff really matters. It's fun to have for your journey, but not necessary for happiness. Can you comment on this? Oh, Sandra, you sound like a great guru. You have just articulated the essence of yogic spiritual science, which is no longer being overly self-identified through our egos. That doesn't mean that we don't take care of ourselves. That doesn't mean that we don't seek to be as successful as we can possibly be and to really enjoy the peak moments of life. It means that we're no longer attached to trying to control all outcomes. We come to a deeper understanding that we're not in control of the whole world. We're not running the show all the time. And to learn to have equanimity and not attachment when things don't go so well. And to take skill in action rather than to react. And to understand, as you said, we are all at our essence the soul. And that's a deeper and more lasting and more authentic essence of who we are than our externalized roles that we play of 
our occupation and our gender and being children and fathers and mothers and sisters and brothers and lovers and so forth. We have a deeper, more universal identity. And having a practice, a daily practice, where we come home to that place of inner peace and inner awareness is a centerpiece of alleviating the stress that is so pervasive in our nation today. Yes, agreed. And what I'm finding on my journey is I am trying to become more comfortable with and tap into that true identity. And I find the moments that I do are so happy and so peaceful. Uh, It's more wonderful than anything else out there. And so the work to get there is definitely worth it. It's like brushing our teeth every day. We're going to feel a lot better about ourselves and our lives. And every day we should do a little something. It doesn't have to be time-consuming. That's right. A little something to seek to remember who we really are. And to come into a state of calmness and inner awareness and humility and loving kindness and forgiveness and gratitude and acceptance. And it pays off. We have to work at coming home to who we really are. We have to work at contentment and peace. It doesn't just happen to us. That's right. Yes. So what I'd like to suggest is that the principles and practices of yoga are wonderful for everyone, especially those who have been through a traumatic situation or lost their identity, but really anyone who wants to delve into their deeper self where they can find their true identity, non-attachment, enlightenment, and a deeper happiness than you can get from possessions or power or illegal substances, (laughs) anything else which is out there. So now let's wrap up on that note and get ready for our final break. This is your host for Generation Regeneration, Sandra Malhotra, and I'm thrilled to be talking to author, yoga teacher, and Warriors for Healing founder, Baba Ram. And we covered a lot of ground today regarding PTSD and how the spiritual science of yoga can help those suffering with this condition and how Warriors for Healing aspires to make this knowledge accessible to our veterans. And what we'll do is we'll wrap up on the flip side with more information about Warriors for Healing and how you can help. See you in a few. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. A new health and wellness community is coming in 2015 called HoldTreatment.com. As a practitioner, you can increase your visibility by creating a detailed profile, posting blogs, advertising online and live events, and accepting online appointments. As a client, you can learn about holistic healing modalities, research practitioners to find the best one for you, and conveniently book online appointments, all for free. We aspire to change the way healthcare is practiced, and together we can do it. Visit whole-treatment.com to find out more. GMOs or genetically modified organisms are plants or animals that have been genetically engineered with DNA from bacteria, viruses, or other plants and animals. These experimental combinations of genes from different species cannot occur in nature or in traditional crossbreeding. Most developed nations do not consider GMOs to be safe. 
Right now, over 80% of the corn and soy grown in the U.S. is genetically modified, and we should be able to choose whether we wish to consume these foods or not. Visit non-gmoproject.org forward slash learn dash more. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. This is Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. To connect with Sandra, send an email to Sandra Malhotra at wcubedcommunity.com or tweet at Sandra G. Malhotra, hashtag WeAreGenR. She looks forward to your comments. Now back to Generation Regeneration. Welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Sandra Malhotra, and my guest today is author, yoga teacher, and Warriors for Healing founder, Bhavo Ram. And in the previous segment, we touched upon the value of reconnecting with your spirit and how yoga and mindfulness can help and how this is really helpful for folks who are suffering with something like PTSD, but also of great value for all of us. And if you would like to dive into this further, the principles and practices of yoga are also referred to as the eight limbs of yoga. And our February third show of this year focused on a description of the eight limbs, which I found very enlightening. And Bhava has also written several books in addition to Warrior Pose, How Yoga Literally Saved My Life, one of which is called The Eight Limbs of Yoga, Pathway to Liberation, which is available on Amazon.com. So the wisdom inherent in the spiritual science of yoga is beautiful. So I encourage you to dive in if you want to learn more. Bob, do you have any other resources that you can recommend? Well, there's a book called Deep Yoga, Ancient Wisdom for Modern Times, which gives a real good overview of all of this. And that was written by Baba Ram. <laughs> Someone named Baba Ram. that we'll, we'll mention today, and it's also available on Amazon.com, Deep Yoga, Ancient Wisdom for Modern Times. My wife and I have a school of healing arts here called Deep Yoga here in San Diego. And we call it deep because we seek to go back to the ancient teachings and the science and bring that forward, not just do yoga postures, but approach yoga science as life mastery, self-empowerment, self-healing, and learning to connect with that deeper being within them. And Deep Yoga Ancient Wisdom for Modern Times is a really good introduction to this. The eight limbs into yoga pathway to liberation starts to get a little deeper and focuses on bringing these practices more fully into our lives, philosophically, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. But there are many, many good books on yoga. And if someone wants to start to explore this that doesn't know much about it, go to your local library and go online and look at what's available and see what resonates with you at, at the very first glance and start with that and see what it has to offer. Questions will come up for you in that process, and then you can seek to broaden your knowledge through other avenues. Yeah, and certainly yoga has a great deal to offer. Now, I just want to remind everyone one more time of where to go to learn about Warriors for Healing. It's warriorsforhealing.org. And certainly we've covered today all the benefits of yoga and mindfulness, especially for those suffering with PTSD. Now, Bhava... How would you 
recommend someone who may be suffering with this just get started or if their loved ones notice that they're suffering with this but they're not moving forward how would you suggest that they help also there's several ways to go about this if someone wants to start this and they feel a little bit of resistance i would recommend that they go to the in the news and the science sections of our warriorsforhealing.org website. Because we talk about how more type A males are now starting to embrace yoga and professional athletes and business executives. And we explain what it really is and offer the science, which oftentimes can become convincing to an unconvinced person. If you are the loved one of someone who's suffering, male, male or female, and you deeply desire that they get involved in this, but they've had resistance so far, you might find something more inspirational. Um, I'm not just here talking to you to sell my book, The Memoir of Warrior Pose, because my mission really is to spread this message and to help people heal. But I have had, from around the world, people tell me that I gave your book to my wife or my husband who has PTSD or cancer or heart disease or depression and it woke them up and for the first time they finally said I'm going to try if that man could overcome everything that he faced and when he was so dark the message is that I can believe in myself too and that has been a catalyst for positive change if someone's willing to go to a yoga studio there are are all types of yoga offered out there. <clears throat> some of it is more restorative. Some of it is highly active. Almost every yoga studio offers a, you know, a 10-day pass for $20 or so for all the classes that you can attend. And try a few different ones after you've read the description. See if you feel that that teacher is intelligent and authentic and you resonate with them and the style of practice that they are teaching works for you and if so you keep seeing them and things will grow from there organically and you'll begin to learn more and more about this and have a calling to go deeper if it resonates with you at this time in your life yes and for you you said that you found inspiration when you were at the depths of your suffering with your son so can you just elaborate again just the value that you put in just finding something or someone else to live for? Because mm. that may also be a component of it. Well, I was dying of, of stage 4 cancer just before the year 2000. And I had a broken back. I kept eating like a foreign correspondent, so I was hugely overweight and obese. And I had all the symptomology, symptomatology of PTSD and I pushed almost everyone out of my life my little boy was my only touchstone he's my only child he had just turned two years old sort of lived on top of my body brace and he was the only one I had a soft spot for at this time in my life and one day he finally got it Sandra that daddy was really in trouble and he looked at me and trembled and got teary and spoke three words that cracked me open get up, Daddy. And it hit me in a place that I didn't know that I had. All through the new year, the dawning of 2000, this mantra went through my mind, get up, Daddy. But how? I have a broken back. Get up, Daddy. 
But how? I have stage four cancer. I don't have many months to live. And finally, I decided to detox off all the medications and alcohol that had made me such a monster and die with dignity that that's how I could answer that plea. And it was after that detox process in a hospital here in San Diego that I was invited into this mind-body clinic, almost experimental, and that's where I woke up. And so throughout my healing journey, which took a few years, it's tough to go from being crippled and drunk and stoned on medications to doing a practice every day. But I would get up before sunrise and do this practice, and so many times I felt weak and like I didn't want to do it. And I would just close my eyes, visualize that beautiful child, and silently whisper to myself, or even say it out loud sometimes, get up, daddy. And that gave me the strength to keep going because it was more about him than it was about me. And that's when I first learned to surrender my ego and see a bigger picture. And even to this day, uh, with all that I do, I have good days and I have bad days. And when I start to feel negative and, and to be someone that I, I don't want to be, I'll still close my eyes and whisper, get up, daddy. And it's still a source of incredible strength to me. So find what inspires you. Find what inspires you and use that as your touchstone. That's right. That's a very powerful story. Yes, finding a touchstone, finding that strength, believing that being better is possible and using the tools that are available to get better, such as those being provided by Warriors for Healing with yoga. So there is hope out there. I think that's <laughs> your... always hope. That's, yeah, that's your resounding message is there is hope and your life story is just a wonderful demonstration of the amount of hope that's out there. So, Bhava, can you let our listeners know how to connect with you in terms of other websites and social media? We have a website called Bhavaram, B-H-A-V as in Victor, A-R-A-M.com, which talks about all of our retreats and our trainings and our private sessions and our Mastery of Life program that anyone can go to and learn more about me and my wife, Laura Plum, who's the co-founder of Deep Yoga. We also have deepyoga.com, deepyoga.com, which talks about our classes and courses and so forth. My wife also is a practitioner of, of Ayurveda, the sister science of yoga, the medical science of yoga, and she does detoxes and cleanses seasonally, and those are things that are very helpful as well. And if you want to support Warriors for Healing, uh, come to our, our website, warriorsforhealing.org. If it resonates with you, make a small donation. More importantly, share it with your friends and say, hey, this resonated with me. How do you feel about this? Because this is joining a movement. And together we really can be the change that we seek in the world through folding our arms around one another, realizing that we truly are all in this together and moving towards healing and wholeness. That's beautifully put. Thank you so much, Bhava, for being a wonderful guest today and sharing your message about Warriors for Healing. It was an honor and a privilege to have you on the show once again, and I wish you all the best with your efforts. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sandra. It's good to be with you. 
And next week, we have another great show in the works. Our guest will be Dr. Terry A. Gordon, a cardiologist and author of memoir, No Storm Lasts Forever, which is about his family's journey through tragedy and into the awareness that experiences become calamities only if we consciously decide to make tragedies out of them. Instead, we can choose to be grateful and use them for growth. Join us for an enlightening discussion with this amazing and accomplished man. He was supposed to join us last week, but needed to reschedule and will be here next week. I know I'm really looking forward to it. In the meantime, look us up on social media. WCubed is on Facebook, and I am on Twitter at Sandra G. Malhotra. You can also learn about all of our activities at www.wcubedcommunity.com. You can sign up for updates, including promos for next week's Gen R show, so you're in the know. Thank you so much. Namaste. Thank you for tuning in to Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. Please join us again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. In the coming week, think of the changes that you could make to regenerate your body, mind, and spirit. We'll be right back.